0: Hey everyone, James here. I just wanted to mention real quick that the background music is only going to appear in the first part of this episode. I didn't have time to edit it all in before I had to go live. Don't worry, I'll put in a fully musiced out version soon. For now, enjoy. Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. It's October, which means it's time for our Spook Extravaganza. For the remaining two weeks of this month, we're going to be offering up Halloween-themed episodes. And this week, we have a great one for you. Every year at Gen Con, I run a game called Scooby-Doo Pooch on the Doorstep, wherein Scooby and the gang have to face down the dreaded town of Innsmouth, Massachusetts. It's one of my favorite things I run every year. Scooby-Doo is pretty special to a lot of people. And I got some really special people to help me out with this episode. Joining me this week is Nick Lang from Team Star Kid. Now, I know I promised Brian Holden, but what he didn't tell me when he agreed to do this is that he had to go to Germany. Luckily, Nick was interested too. And we were thrilled to have him on the show. I'll introduce Nick and the others in a minute. Something tells me we might get a lot of new listeners on this episode, and I want to make sure everybody understands what's going on. Role playing is essentially playing pretend, crossed with storytelling, acting, and board games. I'll describe scenarios, and the party who's playing the Scooby-Doo gang will be telling me how their character would react in those situations. To keep things fair, we roll dice to see what happens whenever anybody does something that would require real effort. You don't have to roll to tie your shoes, but you do have to roll to run a mile. The options available to players are only limited by their imaginations. The role-playing system most people are familiar with is Dungeons & Dragons. However, there are hundreds, if not thousands of systems out there all meant to produce different player experiences. One of my favorites, and the one we're using this month, is Call of Cthulhu. Call of Cthulhu is based on the horror stories by H.P. Lovecraft. Lovecraft's stories centered around cosmic horror, which is dread brought on by the horror of the unknown and the unknowable, and the malevolent corruption that comes with forbidden knowledge. In my opinion, it's perfect for running games of Scooby-Doo. If you're a big Call of Cthulhu person, this game may be a little different seeming to you. I had to edit down my normally four-hour module to about two hours. There are a lot of roles that I overlook and rules that I completely ignore. Needless to say, this session went a little bit differently than it normally goes during Gen Con. However, I think you guys are still really going to like it. With all that out of the way, I'd like to invite everyone to please enjoy Scooby-Doo, Pooch on the Doorstep!
1: Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? We got some work to do now.
2: Are you? We need some help from you now. Come on, Scooby Doo. I see you. Pretending you got a sliver. But you're not fooling me, cause I can see the way you shake and
0: shiver. You know, hello, everybody, and welcome to One Shot. We are in the middle of our spook extravaganza right now. You want to do the ooh? ooh. Awesome. Uh, right now we are going to play Call of Cthulhu, uh, but we're having a little bit of fun with it. We're playing a Call of Cthulhu Scooby-Doo game and we've put together a great cast for you guys. Uh, we've got, I'm going to start out with our familiar favorites. Uh, we got Kat Murphy. Cat, who are you playing?
3: Playing, uh, Velma Dinkley.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Halloween's coming up, Kat. What are you going to be dressed as?
3: Uh, I'm a really original person, so I'm going to be Princess Leia as a part of a Star Wars ensemble.
0: Wow, that's smart. <laughs> Nobody's that's ever thought, good, Nobody's right? ever yeah. thought yeah. of that. Nobody's ever thought of
3: that. So it's still working it out. Uh, I actually really want to do
0: a Hoth costume. That's the hope. Hoth costume way is the oh, best Oh, Yeah. Especially yeah, yeah. in Chicago. That's yeah,
3: uh, that's the thought.
0: Makes sense. Hoth's doom. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that fantastic pun <laughs> came from our master of puns. I oh, know that's a fun. <laughs> I
1: think
3: that's
0: the definition of a pun. That's a sort of pun. Okay. That's the lowest form of pun. And <laughs> John You are going to be playing who?
4: I'm playing uh, uh, Norval Shaggy Rogers, or
0: shaggy as he is affectionately known as mm-hmm. um and what what's your what's your halloween costume this year you know what i don't know i i'm not i'm not really a big into halloween what?
4: but i did just go to a uh thrift store the other day and bought four women's coats that i'm very happy with <laughs> so maybe one of them will make an appearance
0: okay uh okay mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna dive in here a little bit why'd you buy four women's coats at a thrift store i
4: find that men's coats aren't as flamboyant Made as I would like to wear around town, uh, but women's coats are usually, especially like older women's coats from like the 80s, yeah. are usually very flamboyantly designed. Oh yeah,
5: like a long coat. No, they're like sp- like jackets, like fall oh, jackets. Oh okay, yeah. so yeah. it's not okay.
3: faux fur to the ground.
5: No, 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 no. It's no. just like what I was that's okay, yeah. <laughs> that's I guess our entire audience is <laughs> we all It's more coat. like
3: double-breasted, Sorry. reasonable.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like. Like a, like like a, a uh, what's that called? When you walk, you power walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So like a sweatsuity, like a, what's it called? Yeah. Yeah. One of those. Uh, Like,
4: uh, I could go around as a lady about town and people would understand (laughs) what I was, I believe.
3: That's great. Cool. Congratulations!
4: Thank you.
0: <laughs> uh, we had those additions uh, by uh, our special guests this week. Uh, first up is Nick Lang. Everyone, hello. I'm sure many of you are finding this show for the first time because Nick is joining us. Uh, I'm super excited about it. Uh, Nick, who are you playing? I'm playing Scubert.
5: <laughs> oh there it man, it, it has begun. begun. Uh, Will um. <laughs> No no one will recognize me through the whole whole show. And uh, what what are you doing for Halloween this year? What am I I going to be? Yeah, what are you going to be? I'm going to be Mario, but from the movie. Oh yes, movie Mario. (laughs) Mario Mario. Bob Hoskins Bob Hoskins yeah Um, so it's I've got uh, two sort of those onesies and I've sewed them together so it's a blue blue and red onesie and I just need to work on those jumpy boots yeah the ones that they have in the movie god wow I've got a little crystal on a on a string to carry around it's gonna be great that's great Uh, so many people are gonna get that reference
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's what I most excited (laughs) about... (laughs) Yeah. It, that's like real e- inside baseball.
5: Yeah. yeah. Everybody does game Mario, but nobody does movie Mario.
0: I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder
5: why. <laughs> it's
0: a good movie. movie. It was a yeah. classic. Underrated. Next up, we have our last special guest, Scout Brat, joining us.
3: I know a lot of people know me.
0: <laughs> Scout, obviously the most famous person that's on the, the show. Uh, it's, that's that's awesome. Uh, nobody else here has any name recognition, really. None. Uh, none. No. <laughs> So, <laughs> so you're in good company, Scout. Scout, what are you going to do for Halloween this year?
3: I'm going to be Little Dead Riding Hood. What?
0: Ooh. Zombie Ooh. Riding Hood?
3: Yes. And Nick Lang is going to do my makeup. And hopefully he's going to make it so when I close my actual mouth, it's going to look like part of my real cheek Ooh. has been dis- yeah. pulled out. You can see my molars.
5: Yeah, there's going to be teeth here and some uh, like boily type thing. Are you going to oh, be man. doing it with prosthetics or just like um, makeup? Just like like a prosthetic thing that i've purchased at a store like mm-hmm. i Very didn't make cool. well or yeah anything but kind of it cool. look that's real. more intense
3: that's, than i've ever yeah with. i feel
5: like makeup is the only thing that like nerds and
4: pretty girls have in common and it's the one <laughs> thing that they'll like never talk about to each other <laughs> oh <laughs> like but it's God. like right.
1: that is that's such a to shame all of you
4: high school kids out there listening right. there's hope <laughs> just go up to any pretty girl and tell them about your Joker makeup. <laughs> That'll work.
0: <laughs> All right, I think I think with that uh, we can we can get started on the game. Um, so you guys are right now barreling down a Massachusetts highway. Uh, you are trying to visit Daphne's uncle, Montgomery Blake, uh, who works at Miskatonic University. Um, it is storming. There are tons of thunder clouds. Oh, it's really hard to see on the road. Uh, it's it's raining so bad that you know that a sort of constant stream of water is going over your windshield. Fred is in the front seat, just trying to hang on. When you guys hit a bump, and all of a sudden steam and smoke starts billowing out of the front of your microbus, um, and you or it's not a microbus, it's a van.
3: It's the mystery. Excuse machine.
0: me, it's the mystery machine. Uh wow, that's a sin. Uh anyway, so you you pull off to the side of the road. Uh Fred gets out and looks at it. I I, I can't get it to turn over, gang. I'm sorry. It looks like we're going to have to go for help.
4: Like uh me and Scoob will probably just, you know, wait in the van. <laughs> but if you're going out Fred, uh could you like try to find some like sandwiches or something? I'm starving in here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: You know, guys, I really don't think we're going to be able to carry the amount of sandwiches you eat.
0: And at this point, a bus is in the distance and slowly getting closer. What do you guys do? How do you react?
4: Oh wait! Look, a bus! Let's just like flag it down. Why? What's wrong?
2: Might <laughs> be a ghost. Come on, Scoob. <laughs>
4: man up uh, <laughs> from shaggy
0: <laughs>
4: shaggy uh i want to get out of the like the back of the van and start like waving my arms over my head trying to flag down the bus
0: uh sure uh let's make a J- just give me a roll any any roll but' L- luck roll okay uh 18. 18? Oh, yeah. Uh, So, you you manage to go out... Like, you realize that the headlights are not penetrating very far uh, in this rain. Mm -hmm. Um, And... About as the bus like gets closer and closer to you, you realize, "Oh my God, I've taken my life into my own hands." And the you manage to jump out of the way of the bus as it sort of speeds past you, and you get splashed by a giant puddle, and like your hair goes down over your eyes. But the bus does come to a stop just in front of your van.
4: Like zoinks, it worked! Oh, like uh, l- well, let's see if this bus can help us out. I'll go.
0: Alright, so, uh, you, you approach the, <laughs> you, go. Okay. you approach the bus, this appears to be, like, uh, this is in the Scooby Doo universe, right. which is permanently trapped in a weird version of the 1970s. Yeah. Um, you go, mm. you go up to the van, um, and you go, you go up to the bus, and you notice even for this time period, it's an old-looking bus. It's rusted, and it's got paint that's chipping away on the sides of it. You can't really see the people inside. Uh, the windows are—it's, like, sort of dark in there. The door is right there. You can approach it how you would.
3: So I approach it, and I knock on it.
0: All right. Um It slowly creaks open. Uh, and the bus driver is a corpulent older gentleman who has incredibly pale skin. Um, he's got hollow eyes and, like, really round cheeks, and his eyes are sort of bulging out. And he slowly turns his head to you.
3: I am unfrazzled. Excuse me, sir, uh, could you please tell me what town is closest?
2: Innsmouth. The bus goes to Innsmouth.
3: Oh, wonderful. Would you mind giving my friends and my uh, and myself a ride? Our Our van broke down.
2: He
0: just nods his head very slowly.
3: Okay, please wait right here. We'll be right back. Oh, um, we do have a dog. Is that okay?
0: He sort of blinks slowly, and you're going to take that non-reaction as a yes. Make a make a spot-hidden roll.
3: Ah, uh, no, 62.
0: Okay, uh, so you don't notice anything else unusual about him, just the overt creepiness, mm. and you uh, return to the van.
3: Okay, guys, looks like we're headed to a town called Innsmouth. Um, that's the bus will take us. What a creep. I don't want to go with him. I mean, what choice do we have?
4: I mean, come on, Daphne, a free ride on a van. How cool is that?
2: Uh, We could just uh, rip in the car forever! (laughs) <laughs> come on scoop
4: there's not enough sandwiches in this car to have us survive
2: oh well hey gang
0: i don't want to leave i don't want to leave the mystery machine behind either i've got all my trap making equipment in here but if we want to get going on our trip and see your uncle dath we gotta go
4: i guess you're right we okay. like zoinks i call my own seat
0: uh so you guys head over you, you guys all head onto the bus um when you get on, you notice everybody's uh, wearing rain ponchos, and they all have hoods that go up over their faces. That's weird. Um, there are a couple seats for you guys in the back of the bus. One of you is going to have to sit next to one of these people, and automatically that's Shaggy. Can, uh, can, <laughs> can scooby do and I play rock, paper, scissors for it first? Oh,
4: absolutely, yeah.
0: All
4: right, are you ready, Scoob? Uh-huh. Rock, paper, scissors, <laughs> shoot. Oh. I lost again. Come on, <laughs> it's all pause. <paws.
0: laughs> <laughs> okay, I go sit next to uh, Pancho. You sit next to this person, and this person is really creeping you out. They're, they're breathing kind of heavily, uh, and they're like taking in the air in like large gulps. Just <sighs> <sighs> uh, make a spot hidden roll. No, no, ninety-one. I so said. You, you're like you are. As far to one side of the seat as you can possibly be, uh, trying to avoid any mm-hmm. sort of contact with this person. And the bus uh, sort of slazily rolls along. Uh, and after, I'd say, about two, three miles, uh, you roll into Innsmouth. Uh, the bus makes a stop on the edge of town. And drops you off in front of a uh, small business that says on the outside "Lovecraft Auto Repair." Checks out. Bus driver. (laughs) The bus driver puts you repairs
2: here.
4: Thank you. Yeah, like thanks, man.
0: Uh, He just sort of nods and rolls off and you guys are at the auto shop. It is the probably one of the newest buildings in this area. Like most of the buildings here are real old Massachusetts houses. Uh, They've got that sort of gray weathered wooden paneling on the outside, uh, mostly rotting wood and old chipping paint. Uh, It's clear that this area is not very well maintained, and there are storms here often. You see there's a little almost kind of a harbor in the distance uh, that has some boats, lightning flashes and illuminates it every once in a while. But this is probably the brightest and friendliest looking place in this weird little town.
4: Well, I guess we should go in. Yeah, maybe see if they've got some, you know, dry clothes and food. Oh, yeah, good idea, Scoob.
3: And, you know, to help us with our mystery machine. Primarily
4: that. Oh, I had almost forgotten.
0: (laughs) Uh, so you guys head inside the office area has like a flickering light um, and it's really dim and dingy on the inside. It looks like the electricals aren't working very well. Um but all auto shops are sort of dingy, so that's that's not too bad. Uh you guys walk in, uh you look around for a bit, there doesn't appear to be anybody there, and suddenly lightning strikes and right before your eyes is a man. Hello! Ah! Yeah! <laughs> Scooby
5: jumps into Shaggy's arms. And Shaggy also <laughs> tries to jump into Scooby's arms and they both kind of just collide.
0: They, yeah, they in hover the they hover in the air for a second and then realize they're holding each other and fall to the ground. <laughs> Um, Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to scare you guys there. Uh, My my name's Howard. Hello. You guys don't look like you're from around here.
4: Like we're not, man. (laughs) I think
3: we're from Ohio. Is that where we're from?
0: No, you guys Uh, look more like you're from California. We're
3: from
2: California. California.
0: Definitely. (laughs) I mean, obviously this gentleman here has got long hair and most of you are wearing bell bottoms, so.
4: (laughs) Avocados on sandwiches. sandwiches.
0: (laughs) 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 Well, uh, we, we don't get too many visitors around here
3: yeah well we're like totally lost and our car broke down our van
0: you know that is 90 percent of my business is people whose vans break down around here <laughs>
3: Do you not have many cars in the in the town?
0: I, I thought moving out here would be a great market because there's no auto repair for like 15 miles. But that's because not a lot of people drive around here. Townsfolk are weird. You know, business doesn't turn around this year. I might I might take off.
3: But you have a bus system, right?
0: Uh, yeah. And that bus does need work. But that bus only goes between Arkham and here. Arkham. Oh, yeah, yeah. Arkham, Massachusetts, with uh, M- Miskatonic Universities in Arkham.
2: Rawr, rawr, rawr,
0: rawr. Oh, you're thinking of the Arkham and Gotham. No, no, no. <laughs>
2: Rhino Batman.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scoop's kind of a comic book aficionado, man.
0: That's great to hear. Uh, so uh, you you guys wouldn't be passing through here because you're investigating the, the monster, would you? The
2: what? The Wait, Sandy?
0: Oh, you guys haven't heard Oh, I'm so excited I get to tell someone for the first time Most of the outsiders who come around here Are coming around here to investigate the fish monster sightings we have Fish monster? Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, like a group of kids, such as yourselves, will come through here with cameras or something, trying to get a uh, footage of the fish monster. I usually work on their vans that break down on, uh, you know, when they get into town.
3: How long has this been happening?
0: I- I'd say, I'd say a couple years. Uh we we we've always had sort of lore and legends around here, but uh, lately we've had a bunch of sightings. Sp-
3: speaking of, hold on, lore mm-hmm. and legends. Uh, I have a good occult. Would that give me? Yeah. Lore and- yeah. Thanks, just to see what... We already know. Uh, so I got a thirty-five when my thing is seventy.
0: Oh, perfect. So yeah, yeah. Like you're thinking about it, fish monsters, fish monsters. Well, this is Massachusetts, and Massachusetts has a pretty big tradition for uh, different local monsters and legends and myths. Uh, they're usually stories that were told by sailors and passed down. So any town that has like a real uh, history with fishing or sailing is going to have access to these stories, and they sort of travel up and down the coast. Uh, You do know that Innsmouth in particular, uh, since you guys are visiting Arkham, Massachusetts, Innsmouth in particular kind of has a reputation. You don't know a ton about it, but uh, whenever the town came up on maps, like Daphne, your uncle, said, oh, don't. You don't have to go through there. Mm-hmm. That that's, ba- that's the basic information that you have.
1: Interesting.
4: Well, Zoinks, man, I mean, we all know there's no such thing as fish monsters. Uh, that's just
0: ridiculous. Well, yeah, I think it's pretty ridiculous, too. That's why I always tell these kids they're wasting their time. You know, they come through and, huh, you know come and think of it i can't remember if any of them ever found anything because i only talked to them once when they arrived
4: weird anyway man how long is it gonna take to fix our van
0: uh well i'm gonna have to check it out first uh and you know it's kind of late right now five o'clock uh so i will i'll tell you what i'll do i'll go and take my tow truck i'll pick it up uh and you guys can stay in town at the uh, gilman house hotel we only have the one hotel it's not the best uh but you know it's a hotel. Um, they got a restaurant there. It's pretty nice. <sighs> oh, <laughs> oh, good! I'm glad you guys are excited. about Yeah, that.
4: we're pretty hungry, man.
3: Thanks. Uh, what time do you open
4: tomorrow?
0: Uh, well, you know, I can open up at uh, seven o'clock, and I'll take a little bit of a look at it, do sort of an assessment. Great, man. Pleasure meeting you guys. Do uh, you you got everything you think you need? I can give you directions to the the Gilman House.
3: That yeah, I think that would be really useful, and uh. Fred, do you wanna take care of the. Do you wanna head out with him or are you
0: coming with? Uh, well, well, G Gang, I think I'll come with you guys, you know.
4: I mean, Fred does kind of have. The money for the hotel.
0: <laughs> I wish I did, Cheg, but uh, that's that's Daph.
4: Oh, good because Daph, I'm this. I'm kind of plumb out. No prob, I got it.
0: You, thank you for giving me that convenient out, Cat. I should have <laughs> taken it anyway. <laughs> um. <laughs> Just
3: trying to help.
0: <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> y'all y'all uh exit y- y'all exit the auto shop uh and it's a I'd say a, a pretty good walk over to the Gilman House Hotel. Um I want you guys to make spot hittens uh, 58 uh, fail. A 67 fail. 3. Oh my goodness. That is a that's basically a critical success. Um critical successes in Cthulhu yeah don't are are more of an interpretation based thing it's usually like a fifth of your stat mm. um that's how it works for combat you know if you roll a 3 on a skill check i'm probably going to reward it so you're taking a look at some of these houses not only are they poorly maintained but you notice there aren't a lot of lights in the windows which is odd it's mm. very dark you you'd think if you're a person at home weathering this storm you'd want some light on mm. You're looking into up into some of the windows, and you see there are people who are holding back curtains and sort of staring at you guys. The whole atmosphere around here is like really dark. And you notice, like looking at your clothes, uh, you are the brightest color palettes in this entire town. well, we're pretty technicolor, yeah. In living color. Um.
4: (laughs) Like, is it just me or does this place kind of give anyone else the heebie-jeebies?
0: Yeah
3: creepy. It does seem uncommonly I don't know, isolated?
0: At this point there's another thunder flash and right behind uh, Scooby and Shaggy, a uh, wildly dressed man in torn and tattered clothing shows up with a huge beard and a crazy look in his eyes. Uh, His mouth reeks of gin and he has a
2: bottle in one hand. Leave this place! Leave this place immediately! (laughs) You must go! There there's danger here danger leave leave be warned oh, I
3: bet, I bet. what sort of danger yeah,
4: what, 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 what kind of
2: danger uh, they took they took they took them to the church they took them under the hill and they did such things I saw them I saw them all you must go
3: oh, all right all right buddy uh let's calm down who took who under under to the church was it
2: they took they took out the church they threw out the god and barnabas marsh took over he took everything and i saw it all i wouldn't join them not me not so doc allen i would never but i paid a price <laughs> I saw everything, things that I cannot unsee, things that will not leave my mind. You must save yourselves. Go now.
4: All right, buddy. I, why don't you go uh, sleep it off?
2: Oh, so you guys
0: just, like, in a hey. rough shoulder past him? The scoob is is all for leaving.
5: <laughs> scoob is like, yeah, yeah, let's get out of here.
3: No, hold on a second. If there's danger here, and if they're saying there's some sort of fish monster... Mr. Allen, do you know anything about a fish monster?
0: Uh, he just, like, starts freaking out, and he babbles incoherently, yeah Eeyah, Cthulhu,
3: Well, I think it's pretty safe to say, gang, that we have a mystery here.
4: Oh, man, you had to say mystery, didn't you? Mystery. Yeah,
3: we're staying. <laughs>
0: so you guys sort of push back the uh raving hobo and you make your way to the gilman house the gilman house is done up nicer than the rest of the town but it's not what anyone would consider nice Mm -hmm. it's probably like if they were had a very generous inspector they'd give them a two-star rating uh Mm -hmm. this like there's still a lot of the rotted wood uh some of the paint is fresh but it's just painted over paint that was flaking off you guys sort of sort of approach the screen door which is like flapping open and shut uh and walk inside to find a dusty lobby area it's one of those old places that hangs the keys up on a rack behind you Mm. um and there's a little bell out there for you You make spot hiddens real quick 20 i make it one i make it a- Ooh. Ooh. whoa wants- okay yeah uh, great so the general populace uh notices that this place is like dirty and clearly not well maintained but there is evidence of people being here there's not dust on everything the walls are covered in paintings uh, most of them you see as fairly unremarkable however daphne you're you're looking at some of the brushwork on these and being from a wealthy upper class family like mm. you you know good art when you see it uh, and some of these figure drawings like a lot of this is very occult macabre art Mm -hmm. uh there are many like sort of a weathered and wasting away fishermen uh with like pale skin there's one picture in particular that looks like it's a portrait of someone important it's again another portly gentleman who has no body hair whatsoever he doesn't even have eyebrows Mm -hmm. um and he has the same bulging eyes and cheeks and he's got tremendously large lips Um and the painting to you looks eerily lifelike. Uh, mm. Like, you feel at any moment something could reach out of that picture and touch you. Like, you, looking at it, you can see this is clearly a painting and not a photograph, but it's extraordinary.
4: Hey gang, check that out. Super creepy. Yeah, like, zoinks, this whole place kind of gives me the creeps.
3: I grant you that it's kind of creepy, but you shouldn't make fun of someone with alopecia. whatcha? It's... He doesn't have any eyebrows or hair. It's a it's a disease that prevents people from having any
4: body hair whatsoever.
3: What? He looks like an animal, like a like a fish. You know, now that he you mention it, he kind of does.
4: Yeah, he's got those like zoinks big fish lips. Fish have lips, right? Yeah,
2: like a fish
4: monster. Yeah, Scoob. <laughs>
0: um.
3: All right, I think we should get our rooms.
4: Uh,
0: You ring uh, and you hear some shuffling in the back and out comes another fat gentleman uh, who has very little body hair. Uh, He has no hair on his head whatsoever and he's sort of got thinning eyebrows and his face is perfectly smooth. He's either very good at shaving or can't grow a beard. Um, he is also sort of standing very awkwardly with his arms at his size, sides. Uh, his eyes are bulging and he's breathing fairly heavily. His skin is very clammy. I need you guys to make spot hit and rolls. <laughs>
4: Like, I don't see anything.
0: Another one?
4: I got a one.
0: Unbelievable.
5: You're so good at this already. Hey. That's great. Scoob got a 25, too. Hey. He notices
0: something. Excellent. I failed. Um, 51. So those of you who succeeded, you're not quite sure. Uh, Daphne, you're absolutely sure what you're seeing at this point. But it looks like he has three cuts on either side of his neck. Um, They're not bleeding or anything, but they are definitely holes. Okay. Um, and with his breathing, they're sort of rising and falling as well. Uh, and now it comes to the point in Call of Cthulhu where those who succeeded the check make sanity checks. <gasps> On your sheet, you have a sanity score. It's at the top of the sheet. It'll be the biggest uh-huh. score that you have. Uh, you need to try and roll under that rating. Uh, Unlike most systems that have hit points, Call of Cthulhu has a numbered uh, like tracking of your mental state. And as you learn more and more about the true face of this world, you become mentally unhinged. So, this is your first challenge. Roll those dice, people.
1: Oh. (gasps) I am
3: not sane. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. She rolled a 97 and she has a 60 sanity.
1: Oh, no. What happens now?
0: So those who succeed the check only take one sanity damage. However, those who failed...
3: So just cross off the 60 so you now have 59.
0: Take two sanity damage. And so you're just at 58 now. so that will adjust your sanity total for the duration of the game uh, so as you start failing more and more sanity checks, it becomes easier and easier to fail sanity checks. A lot of people approach Cthulhu with a strategy to look at nothing. That will protect you from losing sanity points, but the problem is that also prevents you from solving the mystery. Yep. So keep that in mind, players. Um, and yes, so you, you see this and like you sort of have a little bit of a panic attack. It takes everything for you to uh, retain a facade of calm. Uh, but you've dealt with awkward social situations before. You know how to handle yourself. That's one of the things you're best at. Uh, you also notice that this man, and this sort of, like, distracts you from the horror, is wearing a bizarre bangle on his arm. Mm. It looks like a piece of coral. Um there's a lot of depictions of shells um, and basic, like, sea creature parts, but it's all done in a strange, pale gold metal. Quite beautiful, if strange. It's something that, like, you appreciate as a work of art, but you would also never wear it because it's super gaudy.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Can I help you?
1: Oh,
3: that's, that's a lovely bracelet you, you have there
0: he sort of covers. he sort of like cradles it to himself and covers it up may i get you
2: a room welcome to the gilman house
4: i'm sorry did you say the gilman house
2: <gasps> yes
4: cool we'll take uh two rooms gang how many l's in gilman
2: <laughs> <laughs> just just the one
3: okay just checking
2: How long will you be staying?
3: Um, just the night.
0: Very well. He slowly grabs two keys off of the wall. You know, uh, 216 and 217. Uh, they're adjacent to each other. There is, the
2: restaurant is still open. It would be open until nine. Ah. Breakfast is served at six thirty.
4: What, like six thirty, like in the morning? Yes. Oh, zoinks. That's a little early, isn't it?
2: Not for a fisherman.
4: I'm sorry, did you say fish or man?
2: I said fisherman.
4: Oh, zoinks.
2: You people are really desperate for puns.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um. So you guys... Yeah, you you guys collect your keys um shall i show you to your rooms or will you be fine on your own
1: i think we'll be fine
4: on our own yeah man we stay in like lots of hotels
0: very well Uh, and he sort of lumbers back into the employee only area that he was in
3: hey gang did you see that
0: yeah, I mean, talk about rude service.
4: He didn't even ask if he could carry bags.
3: No, he looked just like the picture on the wall. I guess there was a resemblance.
4: Yeah, kinda.
3: An identical resemblance. Well, it's a small town. Maybe the folks are kind of inbred. Inbred.
4: Yeah. Speaking of bread, how about we try to go find uh, a sandwich? Yeah. A <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Kitchen's open till nine. That gives us like four hours of eating.
2: Thank God. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that guy looks like he hasn't eaten in days. His skin was so pale. Well, he's kind of fat to not have eaten for several days, wasn't he? Well, let's go. Right. Let's go to the room, see what that's like, and then maybe check this place out. It's a cool old building. And if you think something's up with that guy, maybe we should look at it.
4: Yeah, and then like food is definitely on the agenda, Arr, number one. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so you guys moving up the stairs, uh, make a spot or uh, make a listen.
4: Like, no. No. Um, oh! Oh, wait, no, my list was oh, high. Scoob, yeah. Scoop
0: got it. Excellent. Stephanie got it. I okay. succeeded, too. So you guys are walking <laughs> up the stairs, and you notice that every third stair, and this is just an odd coincidence, squeaks incredibly loudly. It's walk, walk. <laughs> walk, walk. <laughs> um. So you, you like... It's just something that you notice. Uh, it's very poorly maintained stairs. There are sort of nails sticking out. The wood is very old. Uh, this hotel has not seen a ton of remodeling, but you guys make your way up to the rooms. They are adjacent adjoining rooms. Like they're sort uh, of, are you guys walking in?
3: 216. Yes, we are.
0: All right. Yep. So it is sort of sparsely decorated. Uh, there, is a picture, uh, in one room, in the girls' room, I guess, because this is how you guys would probably divide up in the show. Uh, in the girls' room, there is a painting of a ship at sea during a storm. And in the boys' room, there is a painting of a whale, um, sort of opening its maw again at sea. You guys, uh, need to roll spot hiddens for the room.
3: Oh, like an 18! A hundred. 98. Wow,
0: you're sucking it up today, Velma. Yeah. Um, so, Shaggy, uh, you are making yourself comfortable. Uh, you always sort of, like, set up your own little area whenever you get to a hotel room. It's just sort of like, you know, you got to make your bed comfortable for both you and your dog. Uh, and you're going through the drawers uh, just to check out all the free stuff that you get. You never know with a hotel. Uh, you open it up. And you notice, uh, the Bible and the bedstand has been torn up and destroyed.
4: Like, how could they do that to Gideon, man?
0: <laughs> uh, there, there appears to be a quick message, uh, scrawled out on one of the pages and it says, my God there. And that page is torn up.
4: That's pretty weird, man. I, uh, to sit, like, turn through the pages of the, uh, Bible, see if I can, discern anything else in there
0: um so you take some time to look through uh and is
4: there any way to discern what tore it up does it look
0: like a human or animal man uh it's hard to say it it looks like something that uh, it doesn't you don't see many teeth marks on it um but there's a lot of water damage to it the only pages that aren't torn up are the sections referring to leviathan and uh, the the description of the dragon in Revelations. So good for you guys. <laughs>
5: um, uh, Scoob would love to go to that restaurant if,
0: uh, if Shag is down. All right. So, yeah, Sh- Shaggy, after you've done your sort of room inspection, you're like, All right, man, it's time to get some food. Uh, so you yeah. and Scoob go to, like, collect everyone, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Fred's with us, right? Of course. Okay. Yeah, he's in the boys' room.
4: Yeah, we had a cross. No hanky panky. We had a cross, and we knock on the girls' door.
0: Uh, yeah, it's it's the it's oh. that adjoining door. Oh, the adjoining rooms.
4: rooms. I see. Like, um, where we were thinking of uh, uh going downstairs and checking on some grub, but first, do you guys have a uh, Bible in your room? Uh, we haven't checked. No.
0: Uh, you open the drawer, and it has also been destroyed in a similar manner.
4: Ooh Like super creepy Check out what happened to our Bible That's
3: blasphemy It's a little excessive
4: Yeah, I'm a little just more upset that they didn't clean these rooms before they handed them over to us I mean, if they didn't remove these Bibles, uh, there's probably a good chance they didn't wash the sheets, man How gross
3: (laughs) Why would someone destroy a Bible? More importantly, why would they leave these passages intact?
4: Yeah, Leviathans, dragons, what's that mean, man?
3: It seems like whoever did this really doesn't want whoever sees it to stick around.
4: Yeah. Oh, you know, it was probably that crazy hobo guy who was trying to spook us earlier. Mr. Allen?
3: Yeah, that guy needs to... He needs to lay down.
4: <laughs> lay down? What a way to put it. They should try to keep these homeless out of hotels. I mean, I know I'm from California, but I'm taking a hard stance on this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I love this conservative approach to chat. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were
4: Advocating for living in our van. Yeah, that's different, man. Our van's ours. We don't just rent it.
3: Well, I'd rather be homeless than stay in this place. This is creepy.
4: Totally agree. But uh, for argument's sake, let's check out that restaurant. Yeah,
0: we're hungry. So <laughs> you guys are exiting on your way out. I'm gonna give Velma a shot for the spot check. Velma. Mm, no. No. Okay. So, yeah. well you we guys will have one more chance to make that check on your way out. Okay. We'll see. So, so you guys uh, head downstairs uh down the creaky creaky stairs. Um and you arrive in the lobby, uh, just to the left of the lobby is their dining area. Um and there is another, you can tell he's different because he's a little bit taller. Um but and thinner. Uh, he is a balding man, uh, with white hair who appears to be in his sixties or seventies, but also he doesn't have a ton of wrinkles on his skin. So he could be as young as thirty. Um, he is also sort of breathing kind of heavily, uh, and he has this sort of like dumb look on his face and he's waiting behind one of those host stands.
4: Four for dinner, man. Plus my dog. <laughs>
0: This way. So he sort of like shuffles you over to a table in the corner, and then he wanders his way slowly back to the front. And while you guys are taking in the atmosphere here, there's a lot more macabre art. Uh, there are pictures of sailors being dragged into the sea by octopuses. Huh. Uh, there are... <laughs> That's aggressive. <laughs> there are pictures of s- ships stin- sinking in storms. Uh... I don't know if any of you guys are fans of Brandon Bird's artwork, mm. but there's that picture of the Tyrannosaurus Rex the fighting squid. the whale and the squick Great picture. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just like a sailor's nightmare in here. All of the worst things that could possibly happen to you that are not your wife sleeping with someone else hmm. are depicted on these walls. A waiter comes up behind you guys. Hey, how's everyone doing tonight?
2: Huh?
4: We're good, man, but starving.
0: Mm -hmm. oh great you're gonna like it uh we got we got a lot of great specials for you today uh snow crab uh all caught right here um you uh, you can make your biology check velma i make that one uh snow crab snow crab is from alaska yeah it should you should not be able to catch it here that's true um uh, we, we've, we've also got, uh, a lot of, a lot of great salmon selections. We got, we got cod. Um, uh, so, you know, I'll just leave the menu with you guys. Uh, the menu is gigantic. It has seafood selections from almost anywhere. Uh, like anywhere you can possibly imagine. They have the seafood for that. So I'll let you guys peruse that. Can't get you anything to drink. You look a little bit young for alcohol, but, uh.
3: I do have a question. Can, um, Uh, is it possible for me to pick any of the the fish that I eat tonight, or do you have any live still?
0: Oh, yeah, we got tons of live. Uh, We got, I can roll out the lobster tank for you.
3: Well, I wasn't thinking lobster, I was thinking more of the, the snow crab sounded really good, and, uh.
0: Oh, yeah, we can roll out a crab tank if you want. Yes, I think that'd be great. Okay.
4: Yeah, man, I think I'm ready to order the crab tank right now.
1: Ugh, (laughs) how can you guys think of eating? Look at these creepy
3: pictures. I've lost my appetite.
4: And I'll have hers, too.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, So he uh, returns in a minute uh, with one of those, like, uh, crab lobster tanks that they have. Um, Except this one is very, very large. And you notice that the lobsters and the crabs in there are oversized. Uh, they are also not the typical type of commercial lobsters and crabs you would see. They all have like weird barnacly deformations on their, on their, uh, carapaces, Ooh. carapaces.
4: I don't know about the look of those crabs. They don't look totally, uh, kosher.
0: Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We got the best cooks in the world. That's, uh, just when they get to that size, that's how they look. Scoob is thrilled.
5: <laughs> he 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 loves this idea.
3: Uh, thanks. We're gonna discuss some of your group options. Uh, could you oh, just give sure. us a minute? Oh sure, yeah. Hey, gang, this is kind of weird. Um, yeah, right. That's none of those uh, crabs should be live still. If they did ship them from Alaska, even though they said that they caught them here, they'd have sent them over dead. You can't really ship live crabs. It doesn't work that well.
4: And those crabs are monster size, man. Yeah,
3: and they they had weird growths on them. That doesn't really add up. Nothing adds up. Well, Look. the fact that they have really, really huge fish and lobsters and crabs and they also have really huge town folks, that makes sense.
4: That's true, man.
3: Are you saying that the huge food makes people bigger? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm
4: -hmm. I don't know. I don't think those people look like people. Yeah, I mean, look at me and Scoob. We eat more food than any two creatures should possibly be (laughs) able to put down. And I'm thin, man. (laughs) Probably on account of that tapeworm that I've got. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Conservative Shaggy with a tapeworm.
4: Perfect
3: explanation for
4: the character.
5: Yes. <laughs> Scooby also has She's worms. Definitely worms. A worm. <laughs> yeah. Oh definitely.
4: yeah! I haven't bought Scooby heart medicine in like sixteen years, man.
5: Yep. Scooby's got all these rings all over his stomach. <laughs> oh, his stomach. poor it's
1: buddy.
4: Really
5: sad. <laughs>
0: Super sad. Way to bring it down,
5: guys. <laughs> uh, are
4: expensive, and I'm not care. But... <laughs>
5: Scooby doesn't care.
4: Yeah, well, what All about right. this menu? Is there anything sandwich-related?
0: Hang you know, we can always put whatever you want. Poe boys. We got poe boys.
4: Oh, yeah, man. Uh, that's what we want, poe boys.
0: All right. Uh, and uh, group options to get you guys a sampler platter, so to get you guys adjusted. Yeah, that sounds great so after a couple of minutes uh the creepy uh host walking over and pouring you guys water at one point he's sort of like pouring the water and he's looking at the water and he just sort of lets it overflow as he's like sort of hypnotized by the water um and then he catches himself and like sloppily cleans it up uh but the food comes out in a in like really short order uh and they wheel out a tremendous cart and pull off one of those silver, I don't know what those are, food concealers. Shaving mm-hmm. dishes? No. Yeah, it's one of those big serving dishes, okay. you know, yeah. that they always have in cartoons. It's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the only way things can be served. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there is a tremendous platter of really huge seafood. Uh, you, you see like a crab, I want to say, that it is two feet across. Um, with tremendously huge legs and there are all sorts of, uh, seafood options like splattered in there. There is a very large tentacle. Mm. Um, that a quick roll from Velma. Uh, seventeen. Yeah, uh, like that is very large. That would have to be off of you know a a, a giant squid or octopus. Yeah, and they, we haven't caught one of those for ever, like even to study. So Wait. it's weird that something like that is being eaten right now. There's a giant potter of food in front of you guys.
5: My eyes start
0: bugging out.
5: Yeah, Scoob, um, he just jumps right in there, just starts
0: going at it. Um, he doesn't really wait for other people. And it's the best seafood that Scoop has ever tasted. Uh, This is tremendous. All of it is perfectly cooked and very fresh.
3: Daphne refuses to eat. I'm too curious, so I'm trying to. I'm talking to the waiter. Mm-hmm. Who, uh, who supplies your seafood?
0: Ah, oh, we fish all of our food right, right out of the bay there.
3: Right, but like, who? What families in
0: town? Oh, well, yeah, we're pretty much all fishermen here, uh, and you know, uh, Gilman House uh, sort of shops along. We got a real community in town. You know, uh, everybody goes to church. We all see each other at church. Ah. Yeah.
3: What denomination?
0: Uh, the Esoteric Order of Dagon.
4: Wait a second, man. Where's the garlic butter?
0: I don't oh, see any garlic no butter my here, God. man. I am so sorry. I'm gonna head to the the back right now and get that for you. Jeez,
4: can you believe that? How am I supposed to eat snow crab with no garlic butter?
0: <laughs> Esoteric Order of Dagon.
4: Say what?
3: <laughs> exactly. Have you ever heard of that? Never. No. Have I? Uh, I got an eleven.
0: Uh, okay, uh, yeah, you've sort of...
3: Dagon's a grain god, right?
0: some things about, uh, grain? Yeah. No, he's a god fish. Well... And the sea.
3: Uh, well, of course. Okay.
0: Fish god. Even the real Dagon okay. is god of the sea. No, but
3: he's actually a grain god. Even the, the real Dagon's a grain god. But that's okay.
0: Okay. Um, well, according to Cthulhu, he's a god of the sea. Gotcha. Uh, and right. he... Yeah, uh, it's... Like the the religion in uh, in Innsmouth specifically is supposed to be Polynesian in origin. Um, mm. So he like you you know a few things about obscure religions. Uh, so Esoteric Order of Dagon would have come up. Uh, they have a lot of really interesting stone art associated with them. Mm-hmm. The symbol of the religion is the head of a tremendous fish, uh, with spiny scales on its back and it's all done in that sort of interesting geometric uh, representation that you see in Polynesian art. Hmm.
4: So who's this Dagon guy? Uh, He's this fish god.
3: Um, I guess that makes a lot of sense. I go on a bit about interesting stuff about like the headpieces that the priests wear in the Polynesian order. So it's bizarre that this town in Massachusetts would, uh, would worship him, but I guess they do seem to have a, quite a bounty from the sea. I guess what I really wanted to know from, uh, the waiter is like, do they supply other towns? Cause it's very surprising that if any town is getting this sort of catch that we don't know about it.
4: Yeah. I I mean, I can't believe I've never heard of this place before. The only
3: time I've heard of this place is from my uncle. He's always warned me never to
4: come here. I don't know why. Have you guys tried this tentacle? It's delicious. Mm
5: -hmm. Yep, Scoop Scoop sucks it up. He's got uh, butter all over his face, and his tongue comes out in one <laughs> yeah. fell swoop and licks it all up. Shaggy's trying to eat something, and Scooby will snatch it from him before yeah. Shaggy gets a chance.
4: <laughs> Hilarity <laughs> we have ensues. Fork he has like in yeah. his crab hammer, and he's like smashing the shell, and Scoob is eating it right yeah. before Shaggy. It's, Shag- it's shooting out mouth. the shell into yeah.
5: Scoob's mouth. Yeah.
3: You're at the point in the cartoon where you both have bellies that'll disappear in like mm-hmm. the next cut back to you.
5: Mm-hmm. They have a burp contest,
0: real quick. Though
5: mm-hmm.
0: um, it's a great meal. Those who do eat like feel very full and happy at the end of it. Well, I mean, you guys obviously never feel full, <laughs>
4: but because of our tapeworms, man.
0: Yeah, it's satisfying. But our tapeworms Your tapeworms are sated.
4: All right, man, I say we hit the sack, get a quick 12 hours, and then are ready to start the day.
3: <laughs> I say we go to that church. I think that's probably a good idea.
4: Oh, man, you guys and your mysteries, I guess me and Scoob will tag along.
0: Hey, something's kind of weird about this town. There is something spooky up, gang, and we've got to get to the bottom of it. <laughs>
3: Well, Fred said that we had to do it, so now we have to.
0: Mm-hmm. Fred pretty much Trap announces the heck these out things. Of it.
3: There we go.
4: Oh, man. Fred, you know, if you weren't technically my legal guardian as appointed by the courts, <laughs> I wouldn't be going along with half of this stuff.
0: <laughs> I've got to teach you this, a sense of responsibility, Shaggy. It's my duty. Um, and besides, I've got your power of attorney, so... <laughs> oh, bummer, man. Um... You guys, you guys head out into the crisp Innsmouth evening. It is still raining cats and dogs. Uh, most of the streets, uh, that are not cobblestone are dirt, so it's very muddy out. You pass a lot of super old buildings on the way, and one of those buildings, uh, has appears to be a library you can tell because there is a faded sign on it that says library it has a few letters that are hanging off of it though um and it appears that it is half burned down there's a massive hole where water is flooding in Uh, a quick look in the windows uh shows that there there are books in there sure mostly abandoned it looks like nobody's made any effort to preserve this building
4: weird man Look at that library, it's all fallen down.
3: That's terrible. I bet that if any place in the town is going to give us any sense of uh, when the church was destroyed cuz didn't Ellen say that that was the case? Uh it'd be that building. So I'm going to I'm just I'm go I'm going in the library. That's basically what's going on. You guys can do whatever you want. But what I belong kind of, in the library. Gee gang,
0: I think it's a good time to split up. <gasps> <gasps> yeah, perfect Ooh. perfect plan, Fred. Why don't Velma, Velma, and Daph check out the library, and the boys and I will we'll go to the church. Yeah,
4: yeah, sounds good to me. That library gives me the creeps.
0: Um. Okay, so let's uh cut to right now the girls going into the library, and we'll cut back to our part of the story and sort of intersperse them. You guys enter a creaky old library. Um. There's a pretty good uh view of the shore from. From the windows there. Uh, but this place has clearly been ravaged by the elements. Uh, you can see that apparently the fire was started from the inside when somebody took a large pile of books and set them on fire. Ah! Uh, there are still bits and fragments around. Uh, there are overturned uh, file card cases and uh, filing cabinets. There's a microfiche machine in the corner as well. Advanced. So Maybe, be. for whatever this time period is. <laughs>
3: Who would do this? This is horrible. Seems like this town hates books. Remember the Bibles? Yeah, that's really weird. I'm going to start looking through this pile and see if I can see anything about the town history. Do you want to go through the microfilm? Sure.
0: So, I'll need you guys to make spot hidden checks.
3: Can I make a library use check?
0: Oh, yeah. Thank you. Sure.
3: I got a 25 on my spot hidden check. I passed. I also passed my library check.
0: Okay. I will transport you guys back in time with one of the microfiches uh, that you found, Daff. Scientists baffled by new super metal. Arkham. Dr. Montgomery Blake, acting head of Ockham University's chemistry and engineering departments, announced Monday that the object is indeed composed of a new alloy. This is bound to be one of the most significant scientific discoveries of our generation, Blake said, addressing a small gathering of reporters in his office. Learning to reproduce material on a large scale could mean untold advances in the... Sp- fields of engineering, chemistry, physics, and of course, computing. The mysterious Innsmouth object is named for the only significant piece of information regarding its discovery. The object was recovered and turned over to the university staff when a John Doe, who was shortly thereafter committed to Arkham Asylum, showed up on the doorstep of the university. When he turned the object over to university officials, the only words he could say were Innsmouth. Doe, who has since been known as the Smith patient is still in no condition to reveal any additional information about the object due to the sensitive nature of his psychosis. We will keep the press informed as our investigation progresses, concluded Blake. We are living in an exciting time for science. And you managed to find an article about about shipwreckage at Devil's Reef. Ockham. Another sad story from Devil's Reef as the SS antiquity fails to reach port. "'Many sailors and officials suspect the storm may have pushed the ill-fated ship onto the Devil's Reef. "'It's easy to get turned around there on the best of nights,' said Captain James Murphy of the uh, the G&M shipping firm uh, that owned the antiquity. "'What we need is a lighthouse.' This has become an increasingly popular suggestion as Devil's Reef has a long history of shipwrecks (laughs) dating back to the colonial days. When reached for comment, the Massachusetts Port Authority issued this statement. Our thoughts and prayers are with the families affected by this tragic sinking of the antiquity. We have no plans to build a lighthouse at this point in time. The plague in Innsmouth makes such a plan impossible. Hmm. The plague?
3: Something weird is going on in this town. People come here to die.
0: <laughs> and at that point, I think we'll cut over to the boys who are right now.
5: People, people come here to die. Yeah. I
0: don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Don't you think so? Maybe, maybe. Oh, actually. All right. So you guys are outside of the church. Um, it is uh, the tallest building in town. Like most of the buildings here, apart from the hotel, don't really reach above one story. They're those Cape Cod style, uh, low houses. The church has a magnificent spire, um, a steeple, I suppose, uh, that, that goes into the sky. It's at least three stories tall. Um, it's pretty well lit, but I'll need spot hiddens from you folks.
4: Fail, man.
0: Uh, Scooby got a, z- a zero. Oh, that's really terrible. Uh, zero is actually rolling 100. Um, and that's oh. a critical, it's a critical failure, but <laughs> Great. if you're going to critically fail, you might as well do it on a spot check. Uh, so you are, uh, looking up at this building. Uh, you, you're trying to stay out of the rain though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're standing like under the lip of one of the other buildings and the gutter breaks at a huge, like, just gush of water comes down and hits you right in the eyes. Oh, that's great. Um, or a scoop. Hey gang, look at that. Fred points to the top, like, uh, the top of the steeple where it looks like there are four nail marks or were nail marks, uh, that have a little trail of rust coming down. Uh, there are two above and two at either side, but there's no evidence of anything else there. um, Just below that, a sort of crude, uh, metallic depiction of a fish has been nailed to the church. Uh, But other than that, it looks like your traditional Massachusetts, like, Catholic church.
4: Looks normal to me, man. Let's head back. I think we came here to see what we came to see, and uh, it's time to go back to the hotel.
0: Oh, no, gang. We've got to investigate. There's a mystery. I can Uh, feel it.
4: Okay, fine. But you're going in first, Fred.
0: All right. Uh, so uh, Fred walks up to the front of the church and finds that the doors are locked. Looks like there's no getting in here. We're going to have to go around the back, gang. gang. Oh, boy. All right. Um, you go around to the back uh, to the rectory of the church. Uh, and again, the doors are locked there. Uh, but there is a window that's open pretty slightly. Hey, that window looks like it's narrow enough to fit you and Scooby through. I'll bet if I give you a boost, you'd be able to get inside and open the door for me.
4: I don't know, Fred. You're talking about a Class B felony now.
0: Breaking and entering is part of being a teenage mystery solver.
4: (laughs) I mean, you technically are my legal guardian, so I do have to do it.
0: And if your legal guardian's telling you it's a good idea, you have to go through with it.
4: Alright, here's the plan. Me and Scoob will sneak in, we'll tiptoe to the door, and we'll unlock it from the inside.
0: That sounds like a good one. All right, I'm going to give you a boost. Uh, So, Freddy Freddy lifts you guys up to the window, uh, and you manage to squeeze your way inside. You guys are in a sort of hallway area. It looks like you're behind uh, the main part of the church. Uh, There there are three doors in this room. You can try them as you like.
5: Uh, Yeah, yeah. Scoob, um, let's try the first door.
0: All right, first door door is uh okay uh you guys open up the first door uh and it opens up into another hallway at the end of that hall is a curtain uh if you pull back the curtain uh you'll see that you're looking out over the pews uh this church is designed a little bit oddly uh the stained glass uh, you can't believe you didn't notice this when you were outside Uh, but the stained glass looks like it has been mostly torn out Uh, the windows have been boarded up where that's been taken out. Um, really anything with a figure on it, uh, was removed or broken. Like you can see that they haven't even boarded it up with a lot of care. Uh, they just sort of smashed part of it and then threw a board over it. There is also a magnificently large bowl, uh, that is between the pulpit and the pews. And there are two large... Uh, like, I guess, I don't, I don't even know what you would call it, like a fire vase? Like a torch pit, maybe? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are two uh, large torch pits on either side. Hmm.
4: Can we see inside the bowl?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you go inside, like, you look inside the bowl, and it looks to be, uh, some sort of brassy material. Uh, it looks, like it is fairly well maintained like you can see that there are scrub marks where people have washed it out
4: weird city man <sighs> oh, anything else in this room
0: um if you guys want to make spot hiddens,
4: uh seven
0: man uh scoop just got it with a 43 okay so yeah you're you're both pretty successful you guys go behind the altar um, and you find, uh, you, uh, actually, we'll have Scoob go out into the pews. Scoob, you look at the books of he- book of hems, uh, mm-hmm. and it's not your traditional Christian book of hems. Uh, it appears to be sheets with different chants on them. Uh, most of them go something like "Ia Ia Cthulhu Dagon." There are some that mention Shub Niggroth. Uh, there are some that mention Dagon and Mother Hydra. So lots of <laughs> lots of fun little fun little uh, religious Shark hymns there. On the roof. Yeah, no, that's for Christmas time. That is. Um, and Shaggy, you manage to go behind uh, go behind the altar, and you find the religious texts. Uh, there are a couple of books there, uh, and one that catches your eye uh, looks like it's bound with some sort of leather, um, and It appears to have, like, oh, it's weird. It's stylized like a human face is on it. So I think just for looking at this book, uh, you're going to need to make a sanity check. 37. 37. Good job. So uh, you're only going to take one damage. Wow. Uh, Whenever I run this game, I always roll minimum for people's sanity loss. That's
4: nice. That's considerate of you. It's
0: very considerate. One sanity damage? Yep.
4: Oh, whoa. Freaky book. It looks like a human face on this book. I, of course, being scared out of my mind, Mm -hmm. um, don't open the book. Right. But I do take the book with me.
0: Very cool. Okay. Um, So, yeah, you you guys finish your looking around, and that appears to be all that's going on in there.
4: Let's head back to that door and see if we can let Fred in here. Yeah. I think he should take a look at this weird book.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Um, so the, you open the other, you open one of the other doors and it appears to be a stairway heading up. I, I think Scoob would want to get Fred first. Yeah, absolutely.
4: Yeah, we shut this door and go to the other door.
0: And the final door opens into an office-like area. Uh, there are a bunch of papers on everything. Um, there is, there are several robes that are hung up on the wall. Uh, a lot of black robes and one large purple robe. Um, there is, uh, there are a bunch of filing cabinets, uh, make spot hidden rolls.
4: 50, so I just make it
0: awesome. No, I failed. Okay, so, uh, Shag, you are looking through things, and uh, you just sort of casually open the desk, like, hey, it's a B and e why not? They might have sandwiches! <laughs> um, and you open the drawer, and you find a revolver.
4: What? Ooh, Scoob, I don't know about this man, I, I found a gun!
0: Let's take it for
5: protection. (laughs) (laughs) In that voice, too. (laughs) Yes,
4: you're right, Scoob. We shouldn't just leave a gun around here. I mean, think about how easy we got in. Kids could get in here.
2: Give it to me. Give me the gun. All right, Scoob. (laughs) Give
4: it to to Scooby. All right, Scoob. You promise that you'll take good care of the gun, okay? Uh, uh,
5: uh, Scout's honor. (laughs) I give Scooby the gun. (laughs) Scooby,
3: use a gun. I like the idea of Scout's honor because he doesn't have enough digits to Actually make I, it? I've got a
5: twenty percent handgun. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Scoob can use the gun as well as I can, so I give
0: Scooby the gun. Sweet, Scooby's packing.
4: And uh, you know, while we're here, uh, this place kind of doesn't look like it's seen much use. Uh, I might as well, you know, change out of my clothes into one of these nice, warm, dry robes. Yeah, me too. Uh, I take the purple robe, and uh, uh, so you, Scoob you take puts the purple on a black robe, robe.
0: And you notice the purple robe is not really built for someone your size it's uh maybe like someone almost twice your size let's get on each other's shoulders <laughs> and that's exactly what you do when, uh, <laughs> you, have, you have Scooby-Doo up on your shoulders uh he is of course the head uh-huh. because why wouldn't, why he, wouldn't he be, wouldn't he be? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um and the, the hood falls over his face, uh, and then you open, you open the door, but instead of Fred, you find a hooded figure behind that door. I am, um, I,
4: I squeeze Scooby's legs. Uh, r- <laughs>
0: And with that, we'll cut back to the girl. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, it seems like, uh, something is going on, uh, in terms of, let's see, this, uh, these two scientific issues, right? One, there's some sort of plague that seems to have taken place in the town, and it's true that, uh, the people we've seen so far do have something kind of odd about them. Um, and then there's also this, this deal with this metal alloy. I guess we should try to rejoin with the guys, uh, up at the church, and, uh, did, didn't, uh alan zodiac alan that guy say that there was storage or something beneath the church yeah in the hill right right uh i mean if if they don't want people to know about uh this metal and from what i know uh, is there a, a knowledge that i should roll for that
0: uh what are you trying to find out uh,
3: do i know anything about this metal from like have i ever heard of it before
0: Um, this, uh, like, I can tell you uh, right off. Uh, this is news to you.
3: Okay, cool. Um, if they wanted this to be, uh, you know, kept hidden, they'd probably put it somewhere, like, in secret caves. So that doesn't seem like a totally bad idea.
0: Um, one, um, so as far as you know, uh, you you haven't heard of this metal before. Uh, before you guys go, make another spot hidden roll, both of you.
3: Should I make it the library use or spot hidden?
0: Uh, Make it your library use. You're better at it.
3: I still don't make it. I made the spot hidden.
0: (laughs) See? Wow. You're just... I can count on you for everything. MVP. great. Dude, whoever rolls... Like, it's always just one person who's rolling well Mm -hmm. on spot hidden for Call of Cthulhu. I don't know why. But whoever's good at rolling, like, saves the party all the time. Um, You managed to find some other uh, article fragments. More shipwrecks on Devil's Reef. Devil's Reef off the coast of Innsmouth may be the most naturally dangerous location in the eastern seaboard. And uh, this article is sort of water-damaged and burnt up, so you only get fragments of uh, the rest of the article. Rex reported, dating as far back as the 1600, Rumors of lost treasures to be found on sunken ships only makes matters worse. Cursed. Um, and there are two other titles that you managed to get out of the microfiche, but it is also badly burned and damaged. Innsmouth Object Stolen and Innsmouth Patient Missing. Mm. And with that, you guys can make your way out of the library.
3: There isn't a lighthouse now that we're outside.
0: Uh, There is not. Cool.
3: So I guess we're headed to the hills. To the church where yeah. the hill now exists. Yeah. There we go.
0: Yeah. Um, and you guys are walking through town. And yeah, they, like the church can be seen from pretty much all areas of town, um, partially because it's on a little bit of a hill. Uh, the, the And it's also just the tallest building and the most well lit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys make your way over there.
3: They love their church so much. Why did they destroy their Bibles? Well, they said that they were part of the esoteric order of Dagon. It seems weird. I mean, and those weren't uh, Bibles of that bizarre order. So I can understand them getting rid of them. I, what I don't get is them destroying them. Right. Or destroying books in general. No, definitely don't understand why you do that. They must be hiding something.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll cut back to the boys um, who have just opened the door. Ah.
2: Grand Leader, that's me. Are you ready for tonight's ceremony? Of course. (laughs) <laughs> uh, when is it happening? <laughs> oh, you do joke so well, Grand Leader. We, of course, all know that the ceremony is to begin at midnight. We've already acquired one of the sacrifices. Sacrifices? Yes, racrifices. Racrifices? Zoinks, scoop.
4: I whisper, I whisper it to him.
2: scoop. <laughs> Are you hungry, Grand Leader? You're still... Stomach seems to be making strange sounds. Uh, I rush. I am hungry. <laughs> Get me some food, you peon. <laughs> <laughs> of course, grand leader.
0: <laughs> he sort of bows his way out of the building.
4: There's so like only, Scoob, a sacrifice. You think they could be talking about Fred? Uh, 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 I sure hope not. We gotta get out of here, Scoob. We gotta find the girls. Yeah. Before that creepy guy comes back. Oh, he is
2: getting food, though.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you're right, you right, Scoob. Maybe we hang around for a minute. Yeah. So you guys wait
2: uh, until this dude comes back <laughs> Here I've brought some Po boys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um Uh I'm going to get our sacrifice ready for the ceremony tonight. We have so many other people that we need to sacrifice. Uh I'm totally going to do that mechanic. He's been really stepping on my toes for quite some time. And uh, there's some kids that checked into the hotel. We're uh-huh. going to grab them and we're going to take them out for the sacrifice, too. Uh-huh. That sounds like a good idea to you, uh-huh. GL? <laughs> Scooby'd like to punch this person Oh shit, okay
5: <laughs> Awesome Alright, I'm gonna roll for a punch Do it Scooby made it with 24
0: Awesome, awesome And you know, I'm gonna say in true cartoon fashion uh, Just one hit knocks him right out Nice
4: <laughs> I, I drop you off my shoulders And we scurry out of the room <laughs> Like zoink, Scoob, I think you killed him <laughs> Uh, can I, I wanna check for a pulse. Yeah, I don't know how to do that, really, with any,
5: is that a, uh, first aid? Uh, I failed pretty bad. You think he's dead? <laughs>
4: Scooby's definitely dead!
5: <laughs> <laughs> Scooby's gonna check for, <laughs> for a uh, pulse. And Scooby succeeded.
0: Uh, yeah, he's definitely still breathing. <laughs> like, there's no way to mistake that he's dead except that he's on the ground. Right, not that kind
2: raggy.
4: Oh, boy, Scoob, we're
0: into it now. We gotta, we gotta uh,
4: uh, hide this guy somewhere where he can't, you know, tell everybody else about us. Uh, yeah. Uh, is there like any sort of closet in here or uh, wardrobe? Absolutely,
5: there's a closet.
4: Okay, uh, me and Scooby, like, uh, uh, yeah, pick, we t- like, pick t- we him up. we
5: want to tie this guy up.
0: Oh, yeah, bound him. Bound and then, and then the shove him in that
5: him. wardrobe. And then, like, maybe throw a broom through the handle of the door so he can't get out, oh, even yeah. if he wakes up.
0: Perfect, uh-huh. perfect.
5: Nice.
4: All right, Scooby. I say we take this robe because uh, that's gonna come in handy. Uh-huh. Why don't you let me hold onto that gun? I take the gun out of his collar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's where we stole it. Stick it into the waistband of my uh, mm-hmm. pants, mm-hmm. and let's go find the girls and wherever Fred went off to. Yeah. Um, so oh, can we can we like pat this guy down to see if he's got anything else
5: on him?
0: Uh, absolutely. Yeah.
5: Yeah, and like to say, it, yeah. we uh, undo the um, mechanism. Yeah, we, no,
0: we, do that. That. <laughs> we, we do that after we've already timed <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, uh, seventeen. These,
4: it. I don't know what I'm rolling. Uh yeah,
0: oh. that's uh, seven, sure. Seventeen is good enough for whatever. Uh, so yeah, you sort of look through this guy's pockets. He's got a long curved knife. Oh. Um. And he had some rope on him. It's nice silk rope.
4: We probably should have used that to tie him up.
0: (laughs) It's okay. You guys, you guys made your peace with your, with your tying decisions. We've made some mistakes. We're okay.
4: (laughs) I say we, we take the knife and the rope. We never know when that might come in handy.
5: I Um, grab the knife and the
4: rope.
0: And you guys head out, uh, just as the girls are running up to the church. You head out the back.
4: <laughs> uh, Zoinks! Uh, Velma! Daphne! What are you doing here? Looking for you.
3: There's something really, really weird going on in this town. Ships keep crashing and they haven't built a lighthouse house here because of something like a plague that happened a while back. And there's something with a mysterious alloy discovered here.
2: a refresh! <laughs>
3: <laughs> Say
4: what? Woo! A sacrifice? Uh, A human sacrifice! Uh Like, Scoob just punched out a guy who was talking about sacrificing all of us. (laughs) Where's Fred? We don't know! Oh my god!
2: The the mechanic?
4: (laughs) Yeah, they were gonna sacrifice the mechanic too.
3: Okay, um, well we should find Fred. Really fast, probably. Um, and we should also warn that mechanic. Does anyone have a cell phone? Because we should all always have
0: cell phones. What? What's your real phone? Uh, this is a point in the story where you guys can decide what sort of Scooby-Doo you're in. in. In the latest and, I think, greatest incarnation of Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, it's still stylistically set in the 70s, but they have cell phones and the internet and what have you. So you're free to have cell phones if you want. Yeah, Yes, we have
5: cell phones. Have so- Scooby doesn't understand now; he's a dog.
4: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if you can figure out how to use this thing, <laughs> <laughs> so I call the mechanic.
0: Um, the phone rings and rings, uh, and then it it's knocked over, and uh, you hear you hear pounding, um, and like, come out, come out. You're never going to catch me! You're never going to take me alive! Um, and then sort of uh, the phone hangs up. Well, that didn't sound very good. Oh.
3: What'd he say? Uh, he said they were never going to take him alive, and people were trying to get in, and then he hung up.
4: Oh, Vel! I probably should have mentioned I found this weird book with a human face on it too. <laughs> Do I have to
3: make a sanity check
4: for looking at it?
0: Uh, you're gonna make a sanity check when you look inside it. I think I'm Shaggy's gonna... tolerance for spooky stuff okay. is lower than yours.
3: Is it? Does it look like a human face because it's made out of human face leather? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> yeah. You'll so to recognize that. Roll, roll that sanity check.
3: Uh, 34, I made it.
4: Thank God I didn't put that together.
0: <laughs> Six sanity damage. Yeah, okay.
3: Six. Okay. And then I open it up.
0: Uh, okay. So, uh, make your sanity check. Are you skimming it? Or are you reading it? I'm reading the first page. And okay.
3: after that, I'll, like, I'm going to read the first page and then skim the book. Mm-hmm. Or typically, you do it the other way around. So I'll skim and then I'll read the mm-hmm. read. Sorry, I don't know. Uh, I still make it thirty-five.
0: Okay. Um, so yeah, for for skimming, uh, you don't take too much, depending on how. No, you take eleven sanity damage. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, so uh, many of the truths that have been concealed from you uh, by the thin veil of sanity, which attaches you to this world, have been revealed. Uh, you have, uh, this book speaks of things, old things that once roamed and ruled this earth when man was still but a naked ape wandering around in the primordial jungles of this earth. It is, a lot of it's written in a foreign language, uh, probably Latin. You know a little Latin, a but little not bit. all Latin. Uh, so you can only uh, get through certain parts, but there are a few references to Dagon. Mm um within its uh within this book uh so you do have one quote that stands out to you as particularly odd and it is that is not dead which can eternal lie and in strange eons even death may die and that's one of the only comprehensible things that you managed to pull out of this book
3: it's an (laughs) agronomicon great
4: (laughs) um Anyway, we also found a gun. And a knife.
0: <laughs> they pose. <laughs> they pose like tough guys.
3: You should probably put those away or yeah. down or not wield them and make sure that is the safety on. Oh, my God. Put the safety on. This.
4: Well, I don't know. Oh, God. Give me that gun. <laughs> what if a kid found it? We had to take it.
3: A kid has found it. That kid is you.
4: <laughs> Good point. Here you go.
1: Yeah.
0: I give you the okay. gun. <laughs>
3: Oh, Daphne's now armed
0: <laughs> nice I don't know what I made Daphne's gun score but yeah, it should it's be not higher. high enough. it should be higher than than, everybody's? than, than everybody else's I don't uh, believe it is we'll, we'll put you at 60 for that so you can make that adjustment <laughs> got
4: it Look, either way, Fred's missing, and we gotta find him. And I think our best bet is at this sacrifice tonight. I
3: I bet things are gonna go kind of pear shaped before that, though, because I bet they need this book and maybe that dagger or something for the thing. Uh-huh. So they're gonna notice those are. Do, any idea what time this is supposed to go down?
0: Midnight. What time is it now? Uh, it's. I'm gonna say nine. nine. Yeah, nine is a good number. It's nine. <laughs> that, she just knew in character what time it was. Daphne keeps track.
4: Alright, so if this sacrifice is at midnight and it's 9 o'clock now, that means we've got like. Three. Three hours! <laughs> three hours to find Fred or come up with a plan.
3: Yeah, I think we should do those things.
4: Wait. Well, uh, if it's 9 o'clock now, that means that kitchen's already closed! Oh! We've got those po boys. Oh. Let's go back to the church
5: <laughs> together.
4: Together.
3: Do we actually want to go in the church, though? I mean, if we just go in.
4: Wait, I... where's this sacrifice happening tonight?
2: <clears throat>
4: Probably at the church, right?
2: Let's go wake up that guy. Oh, let's
4: go wake
3: up that guy.
4: We found a guy too.
5: <laughs> uh, we take you guys back to the church. <laughs> Ooh. Which guy? guy. Zodak
3: God. Allen. Oh, God.
5: Zodak Allen, okay. What? Oh, that guy. that guy. I was talking about guy in the closet.
3: Oh, I was talking about Zodak <laughs> Allen, because he talked about uh, caves under the thing.
4: You're right, maybe that homeless guy find... wasn't...
3: Yeah, oh, sorry, go.
2: No,
4: please! <laughs> How do we find him?
2: Yeah! Uh, uh, Scooby, maybe track
0: him? Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Um, I don't know if there's a track Skill. Uh, yeah, but only 10%. Oh, uh, Scooby's track is way higher than that, too. Um, it's
4: like, we'll, why? We'll, we'll call reasonably that a 60, too, team.
0: Yeah, So you've okay. got. So, yes. yeah, uh, basically, uh, Daff opens up a flask that she keeps in her purse, <laughs> uh, and you use that to find the gin smell. There you the go, air. buddy. Like any classy. <laughs> thing. Yeah. Got a 15. He's got like a, oh, a garter flap. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look at that. Um. It's
3: right there. It is. It's right
1: there.
0: damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll have to post that character art on the page. I need to contact the DeviantArt person who did that. <laughs> um, yeah. So you, you go sniffing along the ground, even through the rain, like you can find this gin soaked hobo anywhere. Um and he's sort of mumbling to himself in an alley. Mm. Mumble,
2: grumble, bumble, bumble, mumble. Cthulhu Dagon.
4: <gasps> Zodak! Hey, buddy! who <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> what well,
2: are well, 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 you? I told you to leave. Go away!
3: Um. One of our friends was taken.
2: And they'll come for you if you don't get out.
3: No, we're trying to rescue him.
2: That's a fool's errand.
4: We gotta get him back, man. Like, he's... Real important to me. Who took him?
2: Oh, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I see what's going no, on. No, he's, he's his video. legal guardian. No,
4: man, it's not That's like that. disgusting. <laughs> no, it's.
2: <laughs> That's not the sort of relationship you should have with a legal guardian. No,
4: he's got an ascot. It's all level.
3: Hey, hobo, don't be so judgmental.
2: <laughs> okay.
4: Okay. Yeah, <laughs> man, I believe that homosexuality is a sin. Whoa! What Whoa! <laughs> I'm from
0: California, I'm a hippie! Oh my. <laughs> Alright, look, we all have our own personal issues that we're trying to work through. I get that. I just don't think a legal guardian should be obviously sleeping with this with
2: this ward.
4: Look, Zodak Hussein Allen, stay out of our business! How did you know my middle name? <laughs> I just guessed. <laughs>
2: bet you know about my plan for universal health care
4: <laughs> listen we have to get him back so you just l- let us know you were mentioning something about tunnels under churches
2: uh yeah yes yes uh deep beneath the church there there's a tunnel it leads to the areas where they worship i followed them i saw i saw everything well what did you see dark corridors, torchlight, I heard screams.
4: What do you know about sacrifices?
2: More than I would ever care to repeat.
3: We would like to really know. That's the thing, though.
2: Oh, of course. I could start telling you immediately. I will begin the <laughs> sentence that explains everything right <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> and arms come from the darkness and pull them away. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> screaming um uh, and you guys see a bunch of hooded figures in front of you and they're all pointing at you uh they're all pointing towards you guys and like they're people with torches who are who start to run after you
4: let's book it
5: yeah we take off leaving our smoke <laughs> image behind
3: <laughs> Cool, classic where, running pose where, where are you duck guys, duck guys running, running to dead. in the church do we want to do the church or do we want to try like to go around the hills under the church,
5: or do we maybe want to? Th- that mechanic's done for. Forget him. <laughs> yeah. Do we want to
0: try and save him? say nice. or... uh, we make it's... for the
4: tunnel? Try to save Fred. I mean,
0: it's uh, yeah, it's up to you guys. Like, uh, you can Fred. Okay, yeah. Uh, so you you guys head towards the church. Um, uh, now you're going in with purpose. Uh, you've got a lead on these people. What? Uh, so, so everybody go inside the church. You burst in the main doors. Uh, you just sort of uh, run right through them, leaving scooby and shaggy-shaped uh, holes in the wall. <laughs> um, and then you guys step through and sort of <laughs> open the door for yourselves. Uh, everybody make spot hiddens.
3: Miss. Nope.
0: Forty-five. I got eight. I got it. There we go. Scooby Doo. I think I'm going to give it to him because you've had a lot of great spot hints. Uh, uh, Scooby Doo is sniffing around the ground. Um, and you go to the altar and you, you, you just smell something odd about it. It's kind of got a fishy odor to it. Um, you go you're sniffing around the altar when your one of your paws uh hits on a particular stone in the cobble work of the floor of this place. And that uh creates a great grinding noise as the altar rolls back and there are store, there are stairways descending down into the earth.
4: Guys, those oh. cultists are hot on our trails.
0: Well, what's the hold up? Let's go.
4: Yeah, let's make like the basis for red hot chili peppers. And flee. Let's <laughs>
0: <laughs> <was> flee. Yeah. <laughs> John Patrick Cohen. <laughs> You can find him on the internet, many Peaches and Hot Sauce Productions. Scamper, scamper, skipper scamper. If you want to hire him to write your action movie, please contact him through us. Um, yeah, you guys go. You, you, you go down, down, eternally down into the bowels of the earth. You walk until you feel that your feet can no longer carry you, and still you descend deeper and deeper how could there possibly be a structure down here how could anything be so tremendously low however it is Um, eventually the tunnel sort of levels out and you start moving forward the corridors are dark Um, and what little light there is uh, is provided by your cell phones um, because this is the weird modern version of Scooby Doo with the conservative Shaggy Mm -hmm. um (laughs) uh they illuminate uh pictograms on the walls of a person who is standing uh before a crowd of people um and uh he is appears to be shouting towards them uh he's on the hi- a hillside by the sea and it's crashing up behind him lending lending him his strength in his voice and actions at first uh the people in the pictogram ignore him um but then there are pictures of starvation and wasting and eventually larger and larger crowds appear before him until you can see depicted images of them running into a church and casting out the icons and images from the church. Uh, they replace it with the fish headed uh depiction uh, that you saw earlier on the outside of the steeple um and then the land is flooded with fish and then you see some really creepy images of fishmen walking out of the sea um fishmen copulating with human beings and unnatural things um and you come to the last pictogram uh which Shaggy and Scooby are looking at together and gosh it looks it looks so real why that stony depiction is gone and it just appears to be wet flesh and you give it a knock and you get a (sighs) zoinks and the fishman starts chasing you. Right.
3: <gasps> Hallway chasing?
0: Hallway chasing. Hallway chasing. You guys are in and out of doors. Sometimes you're chasing the fish man. Sometimes <laughs> the fish man is chasing you. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody, uh, describe to me, I'll go around in a circle, describe to me how you manage to get away from the fish man, how you hide or what have you.
3: Yeah, I guess the I, I'd like to be gone first because mm-hmm. I... <clears throat> I know these guys. I know that they can get out of a hallway chase scene. Um, so I'm going to, uh, like lead him into a thing and then come out of n- nonsensically another one and then just sneak down the hallway looping back. So leading him away and walking like. So eventually he gets to the point where he's looking one way and I just walk down the hallway past him.
0: Right, right. Uh, Daphne.
3: I want to climb on top of Scooby and use him as my rescue. Oh,
0: okay, yeah. So Scooby Scooby is now carrying Daphne, running away. Uh, Shaggy.
4: Oh, uh I assume that there is a conveniently placed suit of armor somewhere. <laughs> oh, oh absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's mm-hmm. always suits of armor. I would like to yeah. quickly
4: slip into a suit of armor, have the fishman pass me, double back, find me in the armor, me freak out, (laughs) then grab a sword from the armor and start chasing the fish
5: man. Eventually uh, ditching the armor altogether and uh, exiting with the rest of them. All right, Mm -hmm. and Scooby... Oh yeah, yeah. Uh Scoob um uh, jumps into a Giant Vase and uh <laughs> and
0: everyone passes him by.
1: <laughs> and and, and then yeah,
0: taking Daphne uh, with you. Uh, mm-hmm. Great. So yeah, the fishman uh, you managed to have lost the fishman and you all sort of regroup.
3: Zoinks. That was close. I mean it's either a guy in a costume or it got to be some sort of disease, right? They were talking about a plague.
0: Yeah,
4: you know, either way, it looks like some sort of disease is affecting this whole town. Well,
3: yeah, and and it looks like some people are probably deluding them and making them think that this is a god. So we're going to be dealing with a lot of people who feel really passionately about something. So I guess knock them out.
4: Yeah, and did you see those pictograms of all those fish people copulation? I did, How yeah. weird.
3: <laughs> yeah, gross. <laughs> now what do you think about homosexuality
4: you're right it's definitely not the worst thing
3: <laughs>
0: i'm glad we all learned something. there are shades of gray in
4: any society yeah
0: <laughs> um and you guys uh you guys uh, w- are walking along and on the ground your your foot hits something um and you see that it's like a rail um and it looks like there, like you follow the rail along it looks like there are mining carts Full of loose rock and mining equipment.
4: Some sort of underground railroad system. These
3: sorts of rails uh, with carts are used for mining specifically. So I'm betting that they were mining that alloy. That's just a guess, though. We should keep looking. You know I take one of the things I take a sample do mm-hmm. I have anything I can use to actually figure anything out about this or try
0: to identify it um there are so many academic skills in Call of Cthulhu there so are there are maybe? quite a good
3: geology. many of them there's like uh, I have 1% geology. geology yeah
0: yeah I don't think anybody has geology in this game
3: no so I take a sample for, for later right I have fast talk mm.
0: Um, you guys uh, enter a large cavernous area. Um, there appears to be a great fire pit at the end of this like room, um, and there are sort of torches lining around the walls. You see a few hooded figures milling about. They haven't seen you. Let's throw back on that robe. Mm-hmm. Good call. So I'm, you you know, you guys enter in your large purple robe,
3: and let's get in it with them. <laughs> so We're
2: we totally all in the robe.
3: fill out the thing. We're
2: all in the robe. Okay,
3: room. Yeah. there's room. Yeah. <clears throat>
2: the grand leader approaches, yeah. ready. <clears throat>
3: because of course,
5: Scooby's still the head.
2: Yes, a approve. Grand leader, you, you appear that you have gained a few pounds. Yes. Uh, <laughs> fearing a bit brooded right now. <laughs> uh, water weight. Yes, yes. Uh, but still hungry. Go get more food. <laughs> All of us? Yes. You'd like all of us to leave you alone in this room and get more food? And if you see anybody else, take them with you. (laughs) Oh, so you just want a totally empty room? Yes. Completely unsupervised. uh, The whole underground (laughs) cavern area is... uh, Everybody get out of here. (laughs) Go get all the food you can and bring it back here in a... In a, at least give us 20, <laughs> me, 20 minutes alone and undisturbed. <laughs> all right, well, you're the grand leader. I'm in no position to question that plan. <laughs> Let's go, everyone, out of the big cavernous area. We're just going to leave it empty and unsupervised completely for an indeterminate amount of time.
0: Uh, and they all file out. Uh, actually, you need to make a fast talk check. And how many of them were there? Uh, so many. So many. I,
5: uh, oh, I <laughs> I failed.
0: <laughs> Yeah, My you yeah. I, uh, yeah,
5: you I got a I seventy-three. i
0: I've failed. Can I so
5: try
0: and feed fast Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Actually, th- I like that. I like that.
3: Damn it! I failed.
0: <laughs> we all
1: failed. God fast
0: okay. So so they're about to leave. So we're just gonna close this door, and uh-huh. after we close it, you'll be alone in here with nobody looking at you. And you sort of nod, um, and the hood falls back, <laughs> it's the head of a dog. And then, Daphne, you try to feed him some line, but you actually, like, stick your head out of it. Tell them this,
2: Scooby! <laughs> oh, no. Um oh, Hey, wait a minute. The Grand Leader isn't a dog and a woman. It's a very tall thing! Everybody get back in
1: here.
4: <laughs> We're screwed.
5: <laughs> what do you guys do? Uh, let's see. Uh, can we th- now use our gun? Yeah, you can uh, use that gun whenever you want.
0: Are no. they still in the room or are they out of the room? Uh, They're they like in. they've mostly piled out. It's just one guy at the door right now.
4: Okay. Can we uh rush over to the door and try to slam
0: it shut before they can get back in? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, door. yeah.
3: try and do that.
0: Um I, I am trying to think of what check that would be. Grapple sure. Grapple yeah, roll, yeah, roll grapple.
3: Everyone? Sure. Yeah, sure, let's yeah. all just like pile him and no. try to close it. Nope. No. I
5: failed. Yeah, 32
0: I failed too. We all failed. Okay. So, yeah, you you realize that things aren't swinging your way. Um especially that door. That door. <laughs> uh so The, the door pops open, they start flooding in the room. Uh, what's your plan of action now? Um, uh, let's grab one of them and,
5: uh, hold the knife to their throat. Alright. Okay.
1: Oh, really (laughs) aggressive.
5: Nobody move! I think
4: that... Do what he says! That dog has a knife
0: <laughs> take us to the sacrifices well you know the funny thing we kind of want to do that anyway so I think this works out if you all want to be sacrificed we all want to
2: sacrifice you this is great okay is so okay much okay than I expected
3: you. Take that rope, cut it into pieces of this size, and start tying up those
2: people. All right. <laughs> now, guys, I realize that there are like 30 of us, and there's only there's only four of them, but... Uh... I got a gun! Oh, shit! <laughs> I don't want to get shot, man! And I'm a damn good shot! <laughs> okay, I'll just believe her. <laughs> Watch it.
0: Make your fast talks.
2: My fast talk...
3: Yeah! 24, made it.
0: I've succeeded with the 64. Oh, man, excellent. So Scooby starts doing an intimidating growl, uh, and Daphne says that she gives them a look, and they can see in her eyes she has the heart of a killer. I mean it. Um, so uh, they, they all uh, willingly tie themselves up. <laughs> <laughs> As At do. gunpoint
3: and knife. Mm-hmm. Our,
0: our show of muscle and
2: scooby-doo all right all right please i've got evil kids
3: uh i take off one of their or some of their hoods
0: do they do they look like fish people they are all bizarre looking like everybody up in town appeared to have you know be bald and bloated and pale but these these people look truly truly odd uh they they have like a little bit of a scaly appearance to their flesh um, and bulbous eyes i go behind one of them
4: all right fish monster let's see who you really are <laughs> and i grab him by the neck and try to pull the mask that i assume is on his face off. yeah
0: yeah it pops right off his face <gasps> oh no what, what what could have happened everybody turn away i've been cursed by these wizards
3: wait a second what does I he pop like? off one of the other
0: guys Oh goodness me! I have also been cursed by these wizards. Are you all being peer pressured into pretending you're fish people? No,
3: guys. Is everyone here wearing a mask?
0: Yes, Dracma, mask. <laughs> take her her. They all sadly sort of take off, even though they've tied themselves up. They <laughs> <laughs> take off their mask. How long has this been going on? Years. What? Why are you going along with it? Well, you know, we've all been getting really rich. Right off of the seafood? Oh no, we buy the seafood for ourselves.
3: Right, just by mining the minerals. Yeah,
0: and selling it illegally.
3: But then, why are you sacrificing people?
0: Oh, bit of fun. <laughs> You know, you know how it is. You get really rich and you can't update your house because you need everybody to have the illusion that you're an evil cult.
2: Right. You
0: you try, hey, one day somebody says, let's sacrifice somebody. And then, like, maybe it's not such a bad idea That's the other
4: thing. Who is this grand leader guy that's telling you to sacrifice people?
2: Oh, Barnabas Marsh. He's awesome. Uh, Where is he? Where are the sacrifices? Just through that... (laughs) <laughs> that
0: that that large door over there god
4: uh, oh, my. oh man
0: i really thought we were gonna get away with it <laughs>
4: all right man mystery solved let's head home <laughs> crew oh well, we we'll still have to get back fred you're right we gotta get back fred right let's
3: open that door
0: all right so you guys open the door wait 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 who are you selling this stuff to yeah why oh criminals
3: oh okay sure
4: but first to punish these evil doers for their crimes uh Shaggy takes the knife out and slits each and one. For-
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Puts their heads up as targets and has Daphne do target practice.
2: Rustus is rrrrr. <laughs> sure, in the
0: weird, the shadow version of the Scooby-Doo universe, they all dole out death as punishment. Um. Let's call that a version of what could have happened. <laughs> that,
4: what could have happened. The the little clue music plays.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so
4: let's go through that door and try to find our friend.
0: Uh, and you open the door uh and you see uh two men standing over uh Fred and the auto mechanic who have been tied to chairs uh the auto mechanic looks completely terrified and Fred looks confident and defiant um the two men standing over him one is uh, like, like uh one has is covered in like that crazy jewelry that you've been seeing around town
2: and the other is zodoc allen um you think that you will survive this you are mistaken no one can stop us this entire town is under our control Yes,
0: there is no way we can be stopped. I've already fooled your friends into thinking they can save you. Well, that's just where you're wrong, fellas. The gang will come in and you'll fall right into my trap.
3: I'm going to start looking around to see where Fred's trap is, um if he made one.
0: And you 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 look around uh and at first it op- roll your spot yeah, hidden. Yeah,
3: spot hidden. Uh 42. So I make it.
0: It's hard to see in this room. There's flickering torchlight on the walls, uh, but a tiny glint catches your eye behind them. There are, there are marbles. there are marbles and right above and swinging right above their um, above their heads attached to the ceiling, it looks like there's some sort of sandbag. behind the marbles is a large uh, vat of sacrificial juices that looks as if a person were to fall into it backwards, why they'd be stuck in that jar
5: for. Mm
0: -hmm. Or until somebody let them out.
3: (laughs) So is the sandbag, sorry, is the sandbag supposed to swing and hit them into the marbles? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what it
0: looks like. It's pretty elaborate. Okay.
3: Unnecessarily elaborate, some might say. Mm-hmm. Some.
0: There, oh. I was paraphrasing. There are like 10 extra steps. There.
4: Okay. <laughs> Looks like Fred set another one of his great traps.
0: Classic Fred. We have to spring the trap. These are all This is all <laughs> nonverbal communication.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> they were monologuing. We, we should keep listening like to that monologue. I uh, that it's time for him to do one of his classic uh, uh, reckless abandon springing traps.
5: Yeah. Scoob is going to advance on the scene and unknowingly spring the trap Upon himself. Yes. So oh.
0: what happens is uh, Scoob approaches, uh, tries to uh, undo the sandbag, um, but uh, slips on the marbles, uh, crashing into both of uh, both Barnabas Marsh and Zodok Allen. Uh, they fall, they they fall over uh, and try and scramble back up, uh, but they get caught up in their robes. Their robes are over their faces. Scoob is still wearing that purple. Road's yeah. robe so his robe goes over his face <gasps> um, and the entire like pod of people who are scrambling on the marbles sort of slips over to you guys. Um, and a kind of a melee breaks out. Somebody throws a punch, and somebody throws another punch, and soon there is a large dust cloud of flailing arms and legs and stars and fists that is moving about the room. At this point, I'll let you guys contribute your your ideas to this chaos. What else happens?
4: Uh, somewhere in there, I Shag, in the middle of that dust cloud of feet fists shag's gonna hit the floor and um crawl out of the dust uh, crawl out of like that that melee uh it is fred a part of that melee or is he tied up
0: uh you can bring him in or have
4: okay uh i'll say that fred's tied up Mm -hmm. and shaggy will uh crawl away crawl away from that like over towards fred and start untying fred
5: uh from his bonds
0: thanks shag
3: uh, so at one point, uh, Daph goes to kick Zodak Allen in the face, but he mm-hmm. dodges out of the way and she clips my glasses. So they go flying off of the thing and then I immediately drop down on
0: my knees. <laughs>
3: my glasses! I can't see without my glasses! Uh, and I just start searching through <laughs> amidst everybody's stomping feet.
0: Um, and when you pick up and put on your glasses, uh, you see one of the Fishman head masks on the floor immediately in front of you. Mm. Uh, and it surprises you and you flail Backwards, and that awkward flailing knocks Zodic Allen into the sacrificial juices.
5: Um, <laughs> y- y- yes, Scooby Doo—they're uh, all slipping on these marbles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scooby has desperately. Clinging to someone who he doesn't realize is the other, the other man. Barnabas <laughs> <Martin, it's> March. <laughs> Martin, it's March. They are s- just flailing about the room. They look at each other and scream. They're holding on to each other. Uh, <laughs> they, they uh, and they both go toppling over. They topple over this,
0: uh, this, this goo that spills everywhere. Excellent. Excellent. Um, and we'll, Like, the goo is on the ground, uh, and at this point, I think Daphne chooses to get rough.
3: Uh, Oh, that's right. I bring that gun out, and I fire a warning shot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The room freezes. All attention turns to Daphne, who's casually blowing the smoke out of the revolver barrel. (sighs) Um... And at this point, a net drops down from the ceiling, capturing Barnabas
2: Marsh. It all went exactly according to my plan. (laughs) Good thinking, Fred! I can't believe you stopped us. We had the best scheme in the world. I was taking the golds from the the weird mineral from beneath this town and illegally selling it on the black market using rumors about a plague and fish monsters to keep people away and I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling kids and your flea-bitten mongrel
5: Scooby can bite him i guess <laughs> <laughs>
3: Daphne says, "No one talks to Scooby that way," and shoots him in the face. Do <laughs> <laughs> so I need to roll for that?
4: I'm too aggressive. Wait, tone it down. Wait before you shoot him in the face. <laughs> let's find out who this guy really is.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, I go behind him and start pulling on his face.
0: <laughs> Sure, his face comes off. And uh it's revealed to be... Daphne's none- uncle. uncle. Uncle, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's Daphne's uncle.
5: That's why he warned us to stay <laughs> away. And...
1: Montgomery Blake!
0: That's right, kids. It was me. Being a professor at Miskatonic University doesn't pay very well, so I I concocted an elaborate scheme using my knowledge of antiquities.
1: Uncle
3: Monty, why? I would have fronted you the money.
2: I know, I guess I was just bored.
4: (laughs) But, Zoinks, why were you sacrificing people?
0: That's boredom, too. It's kids. When you get to be my age, you've lived as long as I have, you think sacrificing people maybe not such a bad idea.
3: How many people have you killed? Oh,
0: so many. I'd do it again, too.
3: Why well, the fish theme?
0: Well, we're in Massachusetts, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> of course.
4: So it all makes sense. Really depressing sense.
0: I guess we're all caught in a fishy situation.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, everybody, thanks for listening to us. Oh my
1: Do that
2: ridiculous.
1: <laughs>
0: Oh man, that was fun, and kind of a dream come true. Once again, I'd like to thank Nick Lang for joining us this week. It was a blast roleplaying with him, and Scout Brat, too. We'd love to have them back in the future. And maybe we can finally get Brian to come on, too. If you're a Star Kid fan, I hope you enjoyed the show. You should be in a good mood, because you've got plenty to be excited about. There's still one show left for one night, two last, three ever, on October 27th. You guys can still get your tickets from Second City's Up Comedy website. One Night, Two Last, Three Ever is the Star Kids 90s homage. If you grew up with boy bands, pogs, and Pokemon, you are going to love this show. I saw it a couple weeks ago, guys. It was incredible. And even if you don't, you're going to like it. So go get your tickets now before it's too late. The YouTube release of Twisted is also coming up, although I couldn't get any details out of Nick about that. Sorry, guys. We'll just have to keep waiting for that. Nick has a new project that he worked on with Matt called Quicksand Jack. It's a comic book that they're publishing digitally. They did it in collaboration with Tia Smith and Jen Lang. That's right, another Lang sibling is involved in this creative project. How talented is that family, you guys? At this point, it's getting a little obscene. Quicksand Jack is a full-length, full-color, weird western. For those unfamiliar with the genre, that's a western comic with monsters and spirits and such thrown in. There's a Lovecraftian vibe within the first couple of pages, so if you like this show, you are definitely going to like Quicksand Jack. The style is traditional comic booky with a little bit of gritty R. Crumb thrown in there for good measure. You can pick up the first issue from Quicksandjackcomic.com for $2.99. If you're a comic book fan, you know that is a great deal. So go get it right now. Guys, it's needless to say that the work we did here tonight was a little bit of fan fiction. We're obviously not professional writers for Scooby-Doo. Hopefully you listened to this show and went, Oh man, Scooby-Doo is awesome! Because if you did, you're right, it is. In the past couple of years, Scooby-Doo has triumphantly returned to television with one of the best cartoons that has been put on air in, I'm going to say, the past 10 years, and that is no exaggeration. Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated is the latest installment in the Scooby-Doo saga, and it is incredible. Seriously, if you watch Scooby-Doo growing up, you are going to love Mystery Inc. The first season is available right now to stream on Netflix. Go watch it immediately. You might think I'm kidding, but I am very, very serious. If you watch even one episode, you are going to love this series. Do yourself a favor, log on to Netflix and watch it right now. And if you don't have Netflix, go on to Amazon and order the first season on DVD. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Guys, Frank Welker, the original voice of Fred, is still playing Fred and Scooby. You have to see it. If you take home one message from this podcast, it should be that Scooby-Doo is great, and you should buy all of their officially licensed products. The guest logo this month was once again done by Cynthia Lee. You can find more of her work at juniperfloor.tumblr.com. That's juniperfloor.tumblr.com. Most of the background music from this episode either came from Jewelbeat.com or straight from Scooby-Doo. However, those cool remixes of the original Scooby-Doo background music were done by Wiley209Zback on YouTube. I know that's an elaborate name, but you should really look him up. One Shot is a Peaches and Hot Sauce presentation. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy production studio. We have tons of great podcasts, articles, and videos for you to check out. Go to peachesandhotsauce.com and see more of our great stuff, including Critical Success, another podcast dedicated to role-playing games. Critical Success is about how to up your game and make yourself a better role-player. There's tons of great advice for new and old GMs and players. One Shot will be back next week with a special Halloween play of Everybody is John. That is going to be a lot of fun, and you should check it out. And finally, that music swelling up over my voice right now is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure. See you next time, heroes.